Dr. Benjamin Wright, one of the most highly acclaimed successful arrangers, producers, and directors of the music industry today. Dr. Wright has worked with some of the biggest names in the music industry, including Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones, Aretha Franklin, Gladys Knight, Justin Timberlake, Mary J. Blige, the list goes on and on. I did everything now. Was it you got you got any contributions from Al? Yes, because he he was a little genius. In terms of piano player, come on, I'll choose him first. If he can't read nothing, oh, but he's just gifted, you know. And uh, he was a major part of of what 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 I wrote out for the rhythm. Um, but I wrote it out from him. He couldn't read whatever. He'll play certain things and, and, and he's so gifted. He's never going to play the same thing twice. Wow. So I have to say, no, hold it right there, man. No, don't move your fingers. Let's stay right there. So I'm where his fingers are and spell the chord. Because I got guitar players, bass players, and a reading drummer. Everybody need parts. And I was able to do that with looking at his fingers so I could spell the chords. And that's what was happening. <laughs> no, you, you, you got to look at it. it it's, it's, it, it, we can't get away from how God deals with various individuals. Okay, um, you, you take DeBarge. El DeBarge is so talented. God has a special blessing on him. Okay, and I'm just happy that he was my friend. Hopefully he still is my friend. You know, um, and he has some wonderful ideas. I was important in this project because I have ideas as well. And I would take his ideas and 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 develop them. You know, he he did not sit down with me and hum the orchestrations. No, that was me. That was my job. But he is one talented, creative person. That's it. I didn't anticipate what it was going to be. No, I don't even think uh, Q did. You know, but Q was a big man, so he's used to big things anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, but I didn't have a clue. And it has been a miraculous situation for me. God has truly blessed me. That scared me. Quincy scared me. 
because I'm watching him through the glass. And it looked like he's falling down on his knees and whatever. And he's like, man, I must really be messing up. Because I'm still nervous. This is Quincy Jones. Okay, I've had a lot of sessions the whole bit, but most of them have been with my friends and people I know and what you know, I know all the players. This is Quincy Jones. And I didn't have all of my players. Okay. And then it's like, oh God, I must really be messing up. Until we 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 did a take and went in the control room. And I don't want to put Quincy on the spot, but this is what we got. Man, Benjamin, that's a mother. Wonderland was not for Earth, Wind, and Fire. It was for another group called the Curtis Brothers, who I never heard of before. So that that's kind of bebopish. You know, that was not an Earth, Wind, and Fire type song. You know, all those you remember all that stuff that's all that stuff is good great stuff but my stuff was different and then i used everybody in la on the session that was a big session Rants all the way. Okay. Not, not how the arrangement was. That was me. But we had finished his album. Okay. And we we I had a rhythm section from LA. You were in the Bay Area at this time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fantasy Records at the time. And we had been there that whole week. Everybody was ready to go home. Rance and his brothers, but Rance had a song. All the guys had their tickets. Director coming, giving everybody their tickets. Transportation waiting. And Rance said, they always come with Mr. Wright. Yes. He said, I got this little thing. And he began the hum song. And uh, you know, Rance is a tremendous keyboard player, an outstanding guitarist. The man is music. Okay. So I'm, I'm sitting at the organ. And he began to hum a little bit, and, and I threw some chords behind him, da 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 da. So I so I'm, I'm, I'm screaming, hey, wait, wait, don't leave, don't leave. Guess man, the hell with Benjamin, man. We out of here. Everybody came back. And we cut that thing right away. And I let everybody else go. Next day, you know, I stayed over 
I wrote horn charts that night. Felt so strong about it. And and you know you're making me smile, and I'm and I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to shed a tear as well, because what album got a gospel song starts off with with the flugel horn. And then the saxophone come in. Man, who, who does that? Dr. Wright. Ninety percent of what I've done. First of all, nobody tells me what to write. It, it, it's somehow the word is gotten around. Just give it to him, okay? And I pray on it, and God gives me notes to put down and, and whatever is needed, because most of what I do turn into hits. Yes, sir. I know how God is working. Okay. When I pray on it and God gives me notes and a whole bit and I finish the arrangement, I'm not worried about it. I'm very serious. I am not worried about it. That's it, how it, and, and it seemed like everybody has a problem accepting me saying, I pray. Yes, sir. But then if you get into me, you find out that I'm a church guy. Hmm. You know, my dad was a Sunday school superintendent, uh, head deacon. My dad knew more church than all the preachers put together. Mm. And I came up in that environment. Not that I was adhering to it. <laughs> <laughs> because I was a horrible little fellow. <laughs> but, uh, um, the funny thing about it, Howard, okay, God has blessed me. I still go to Sunday school. I look funny because I always sit with the little kids. <laughs> People be laughing, you know, boom, the little kids get up to make their donation, you know, whatever. I, I march right with them. And, you know, like I said, people be laughing and whatever. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong with that man? Well, that man is still ingrained in Sunday school. Hmm. That's important to me. Mm -hmm. I still study. You know, so, so yes, I just have to look at it in terms of God has blessed me. That's it. Yes. Let's say like Mary J. Um, who's a fantastic young lady. Um, I did Beyonce. It was Destiny's Child then. Shaka um, Khan, we all know Shaka, she was local. But I didn't do her locally. Um, Gladys Knight. 
Um, I did some of the Diana Ross stuff. Um, Patty LaBelle. Um, is Aretha Franklin. Now these are just really just top notch female singers. Yes, sir. You know, you know, I did the Temps, Temptations, the Dells. I was music director for them. Um, I've done most of the guys, man. I, I, I can't call names. I know it's unbelievable. Some of yeah. the groups. I mean, you did. We talked about that when Solar Records was popping. You did a number of the. Uh, I did everybody over there, man. <laughs> so we talked about we talked about uh, the Sil uh, Shalimar. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's just Whispers. Yes. Um, Lakeside. Um, the female group. Oh, what was it? What was it? Uh, there are so many, so many. I'm, I'm serious. Like I don't have to tell you, but like I said, it would take more time than we've got to even mention all of the names. And it, it, you got a good memory to remember the ones you just mentioned. And also, <laughs> we're talking about Dr. Wright, the arranger, the producer. Just talk a little bit about Dr. Wright, the songwriter. And of course, I always keep going back to. I know you've written a number of songs, but talk a little bit about the one which is just a classic. The classic classic turns out to be fine 100 ways somehow i had been established with quincy uh michael jackson did that job for me um but i i was producing an act called um can't call it that's name but anyway uh, record company wasn't happy with the songs I had written. Mm -hmm. And I had two other people working with me, Kathy Wakefield and Tony Coleman. Kathy, stone cold lyricist, mm -hmm. no musical, nothing. Tony Coleman, super keyboardist, trombonist, Real musician and outstanding lyricist as well. But we had written four songs for this artist. Stayed up all night. I put the vocals down, six o'clock. Century City. A meeting with the record company. I, I don't want to kick anybody. I don't know this guy's name, but his his initials are like locking on him. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my friend. Yes. He listened to all four songs and he said, Benjamin, what kind of is this? 
And I'm, I'm, you know, since we're buddies, I'm thinking he's jiving. No, he wasn't jiving. He didn't like any of the songs. And I was hurt. I, I could have just turned into an escargot and crawl right under the door. <laughs> uh, so hey, man, went back home, hurt. Just to get home, the phone is ringing. It's cute, Mr. Quincy Jones. Hey, man, Benjamin, I'm producing George Benson. And this, what that album happened to have been Give Me the Nights. Wow, big hit. Uh, but he said he had been through 400 songs and ain't got nothing. Did I have anything? But naturally, I didn't have nothing. I, I wasn't going to tell him I just had four songs kicked out of the door. He was insistent. Finally, I said, okay, I got one song. And that song was fine 100 ways. So we took it to him. And uh, his wife, I wouldn't even go in. I felt so embarrassed. So the Strakers took the song and gave it a cue. Two or three hours later, I'm back at home. Phone ring. Quincy Jones. In the words of Quincy, this song is a mother. I'm like, Quincy must be tripping. Can't be my song. But it was. And the song was originally cut on George Benson. But then there were some problems between the Michael's songwriter and Warner Brothers and this and that and the other, you know. I wasn't in it. Our song, three people on my side. We weren't heavy enough to be in the argument. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so no fault. The song was cut on George Benson. And Q says, and we're going to have to put it on my album, meaning on Quincy Jones' album. And that's when I became very verbal. Q, you ain't never sold no records, man. You know, various people you dealt with, you know, like Michael Jackson, the Leslie Gore, people didn't know about Leslie Gore. It's my party and I cry when I want to. That's Quincy. So, uh, you know, I wasn't enthusiastic about George Benson doing the song. Uh, when when Hugh's album, there was there was some problems with him with 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 him and A and M. So the album was a throwaway. He owed them an album. First two singles, not finished. 
And my little single came around by 100 ways. I never will forget. Find 100 ways was number 122 on the album charts. After that song hit in two weeks, it was number two. That's hidden. How it, these are all blessings. That's what I call them. I don't know what anybody else calls them. But to me, they're blessings. And that's the way I take them. And I am grateful to our Lord and Savior. Amen. As a child, Doc, did you ever have the slightest idea you would accomplish the things that you have accomplished or do the things that you've done or travel the places that you've traveled? Hey man, I wanted to play ball. No kidding. I wanted to play ball and shoot pool. <laughs> Shooting pool was a sideline hustle. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I want to play ball. My mom said, you need to take do, do, do like your little sister and take piano. I said, mom, piano is for sissies. I ain't taking no piano. Certainly mom knew more than I did. Because my whole life has been centered around the piano. I still can't play. But I know what's on it. Ooh. Thank you, Doc. No problem, Mr. Howard.